0: Bar me. You are listening to an episode of The Local, a show about all things local, hosted by Charlene Comerford and Justin April.
1: not too loud hmm.
2: okay i already did it oh oh, oh it's a, oh did it's you already on. hit the
3: he beat you to the punch i beat
2: you, you to the button wow Killed i'm an it. official part you
1: of see this what's happening you know, gonna, that's
3: that's just like a man to like hit the button for a woman i tell you you've been <laughs> you've been oppressed
1: <you've> <laughs> <laughs> it's international Women's day today how dare you hit that button before it? me yeah, it yeah. is oh yeah
0: Damn, what do you mean? Up. Is you it? She works with nothing but you women. Know of course, she knows go that. I'm along
1: with this, like no women here. You know what? I'm not doing that because you guys would enjoy that way too much. We're gonna get. If up I just you. left and got in my car and said, "You all need to appreciate me. You can't do this well, show without me." I mean, <laughs>
2: Justin's wearing his pink hat. So, hey,
0: what else is new? His
1: pink bougie hat. <laughs> <laughs>
2: For the it's, Women's March. He's yeah. been wearing it all, all day. I saw him drive. <laughs> I mean, he's, he supports,
0: man. The tag on it says Made in Libya. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is that what it says? Li-
0: I don't know. Is that Is how pronounced right? I don't read too
2: good. <laughs> I think he meant Made in Libya. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Episode
1: 49. Folklore Brewing Company. Jeremy Pates here. I'm Charlene.
0: Hey, what's up? I'm Justin. Hey, guys. Go hey.
1: ahead, right, Tim. You hit the
0: button.
2: I'm Tim, and I'm back again to make this happen. Jeremy Head Brewer. He's our brewing. Yes. Yeah.
1: Jeremy requested you about two
2: minutes before I called you. He's
1: like, hey, is Tim going to be there? He can be.
2: (laughs) 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 Well, Jeremy always like, and I get together and talk beer. It's fun. Yeah,
1: I know. We're just here to, well, Justin's just here to run the recording.
0: I don't do anything. I'm the engineer. Yeah. (laughs) You are sitting in the other room.
1: <laughs> All right, so Jeremy, you've done this show before, and we got the history of Folklore Brewing Company. I can't remember what episode that is, but you guys have to check that out for the Do you want to do a quick synopsis? Like a, Is there like a short history of Folklore Brewing? Because we have so much new stuff to talk about
2: that's you, happening out there. Hold on. Before we get started, what are you drinking?
1: I am drinking a Wiregrass Wheat, which is my favorite Folklore Brewing Justin? Company.
0: I'm in a Grateful Red, neck deep in it. Front porch
2: pale, front porch pale, and I, uh, you know, I'm enjoying the Langhorn. I'm gonna have the Langhorn. The, man, the Langhorn is hoppy, delicious. That is goodness. a collaboration
3: brew made with uh, the head brewer Wayne Wombles, from Cigar City Brewing, Tampa, Florida. Mm-hmm. It's pretty badass. And it's really good. It's magically oh, yeah. delicious. It is. It's, have it's, you <laughs> tried this one? No. The amount of any? hops in there so are very beers. deceptive. But it's you know saporific. It's one of those sleep inducing beers that you. You know, like taking a pot, p- Tylenol PM with yeah, a nice. you know, shot of tequila. It's
2: not bad. It's good. Like I love it. It's my favorite. Whenever I can get it. Anyways, Jeremy, back to you. I'm sorry. Folklore
1: Brewing you know. Company is located in Dothan, Alabama, it by is. the way, for those of you that are listening around the country. Uh, and it's phenomenal beer. And it, it's in Jeremy's backyard. And it's just, give him the history.
3: Well, a uh, short version, we're on our family's old farm back from the 60s. My grandparents, uh, they actually migrated from uh, Missouri. But and sure. uh, came out to uh, fly the, I think it was the uh, the, the predecessor to the Huey, what was that, the TH-55? 55, yeah. would be the TH-55 out yep. at Fort Rucker. And then uh, then he transitioned to Huey's um, in the 60s. And so our family was out there uh, after the grandparents were passed away. We, you know, the whole family kind of moved back. But we had this property opening breweries for other people, mm-hmm. brewed the old Poplar Head downtown Dothan back in 99, and and then through a, a myriad of owners and and dramas but uh had got to cut my teeth there worked at lots of breweries helped start up other breweries helped friends open breweries and then open our brewery in our backyard so
2: said to myself self i've done this enough times for other people yeah well,
3: we're winning awards <laughs> under other people's names it's, yeah it's you
2: start me. wondering <laughs> yeah. my um, favorite thing
1: though is when we they first folklore first open none of us knew each other nope. and we went out to folklore's grand opening how many years was that
3: uh, three. That would have been uh, Halloween night 2013 Four. was the uh, opening to the public. So, yeah. Three. Yeah. The right. tasting. Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: And yep. you walked into Folklore Brewing Company. It was just a cement ramp into a door. And yep. there was uh, Jeremy and Jeff.
3: And I think Kenny and, was there. And yep. Kenny. Yep.
1: And there was, and Buddy, the that's dog. That's right. That's right. And uh, there a refrigerator with two uh, keg bowls on it, two handles
2: on it. And yep. it and that's was. It. And I knew. Right there. <laughs> it wiregrass wheat and grapefruit Red. Is
3: that the two? Uh, what was the first two? It would have been, uh, let's see, it was actually the first two that we brewed was uh, wiregrass wheat, and then we went straight for the throat and did snipe hunt, India Pale. Oh, that's right. Yep.
2: But I knew that this was my place, and these, these are my people. Yeah. I'm <laughs> home. It was, it was immediate love between Jeremy and Tim. Was, was, oh, it was, it was. It was a bromance immediately. It was a bromance immediately. That was, that was Jeremy, great. Jeremy, how about this? And then he was like, oh, sure, come and look at my, how I do, and I was like, oh. Look, 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 here's the things, and the here's where it comes from.
1: It was like going to the
2: North Pole for you. It really was. It was like being with, yeah. It was it, like being with Santa Claus. It you was very longingly
3: into our beers. Yeah. I did. Wistful. <laughs> so, yeah, was, each each one's yeah. got a story to tell.
1: <laughs> All right, so fast forward, how much have we grown? Like, even just since the two keg pools?
3: Well, um, so far as like distance, I guess uh, the farthest we've gone so far is Tuscaloosa. This was a recent release, the first of March. It was fantastic. We had a great time out there. It was very well received. We're already in Target, and uh, I think they're going into Win Dixie or they went into Win Dixie this week. And
1: who who gets your beer? I mean, do you personally go up there and try to sell it? Do you have someone who sells it for you? Does the distributor do it? And if so, how does that work?
3: Well, um, for those in the brewing industry or people dreaming of opening a brewery, uh, you should know that it is not a distributor's job to go out and sell your product. It's up to you or you to hire someone to go out there and tell people about it. Right. But I'm very fortunate for now. I'm that guy. Because let's face it, this handsome face, right? Exactly. I get out there and just blink a couple times. It sells itself. It's magic. It really. I mean, you get out of the car with that cooler (laughs) over your shoulder, they're done. They try to run away. Like, no, no, drink (laughs) one more beer. Okay, one more beer. Okay, right, right, (laughs) right. Best beer you've ever had, right? But no, it's uh, it's fantastic um, in the sense that if you find a distributor that's willing to work with you, you can go out and ride with them. So that's what I did. I went around, visited places. We're in Auburn now. We're in uh, Montgomery, Troy. Uh, Dothan, in the Wiregrass area and uh, soon, I think Birmingham. But before you, before we jump the gun, I have this whole like real kind of philosophy on this: is that we can make a bunch of money real quick and go off and do Birmingham, do the Panhandle. But then what happens is when people catch on, they're like, "Oh shit, I like this beer." Then all of a sudden, you can't supply that demand. You piss right. everyone off. And everybody. now, and then you you've betrayed the very people that supported you in the beginning. Right. That's your local base, and we're not going to do that. So, so you can't
2: outstretch your capacity.
3: We only we once we have a little excess, and we have excess enough times that it's a little more than an inconvenience. Then we're like, right. okay, where else do we want to go next? You know, and that's the way we've addressed it. But with the new uh, system coming in and the new canning line and the new building, there's a lot to happen here. Taking the
2: floodgates open, man. See, that's going to be yeah. Okay, go ahead. I'll
3: so we went from,
1: um, was it kegs originally? And it then we just, moved to bottles.
2: You you were just draft.
3: We just life. draft. Yeah, it was draft only. Then uh, we're still actually hand filling these little bomber bottle beauties that we're drinking out of right now. And for every one of these, they've literally uh, gone through like eight different pairs of hands to for quality control to, from rinsing, sanitizing, labeling, checking, double checking, triple checking. Super
2: work intensive.
3: Yeah, it's it took us, uh, for a comparison, though, uh, the canning line that we're getting is 100 cases per hour. And uh, yesterday, we did 120-something cases in almost eight hours. Good God. Whoa. So, you know, that same amount of times, we, we could have made uh, 800 cases nearly of, you know, 24-count 12-ounce cans.
1: All right. I want to ask you what may be a really stupid question, but I think it's a girl question.
0: The girls may want okay. to know. National Women's Day. It is National Women's Day. M- make make so them proud. You
3: know what? It's, it's my make right them, task. Make them proud. Hey, make today. I support and appreciate you, so you go right ahead. Thank you,
1: but you might think I'm a complete idiot after I ask this question. Does it change the taste of the beer if it's in a bottle versus a can?
3: That is not a stupid question. That's a great question. No, that's a great question. And and Because
1: I guess I was always, you know, at some point in your life, you're kind of talked into beers better in a bottle. Yeah. So when you said you were moving to Can, I was like, Ugh, "Yeah, is that going to change the beer?" In so any way? there's a
3: there's a big answer, and then there's like this last little kind of short answer that is completely opposite. But uh, oh, the that's main a big the, answer the big answer is that uh, if if anything is going to be better or the same, um, what happens is uh, with bottles light can always get through a bottle. It doesn't matter how dark it is. There's always going to be a certain amount of sunlight ah. that can penetrate. Reacts Why with your
2: beer bottles brown.
3: If that's to help uh, strip out the UV light. But, I mean, you sit a one of these nice brown bottles in your sun, in the sunlight for an hour or 15 minutes, and it, the light will strike. The UV reacts with the hot particulates that are in the beer and will create the skunk. Can you I know? have
1: a quick side note? Yeah. Tim, those beers that we're leaving out on the bar by the pool. They're
3: not good. Get they're all over. bad now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go ahead. No. But that's what the brown <laughs> bottle. Those uh, are zippies now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine a clear bottle. So. That's the first thing. The other thing is that the, the bottle caps, it's hard to believe, but oxygen can actually get into a lot of these. Now, we buy quote Even after
1: they're sealed? Oh, yeah. I,
3: I'm, I'm making air quotes, but uh, uh, called, uh, quote, uh, oxygen barrier caps. But I think that's just another couple of words they add in there to Some sell Some marketing caps. point yeah. yeah,
2: so to sell more expensive caps.
3: What's kept our bottles alive and, and literally living is that every single bottle that we produce has never been filtered. It still has living yeast culture in it. It's full of vitamin B. It's... It's a good, healthy product. It's the way they made it, you know, 300 years ago, and we still do that here today. So with that, if there is oxygen that gets in there, the yeast just eats it up, and we've had bottles in excess of a year that was still drinkable. I mean, if, oh, okay. if not quite decent, drinkable, and especially a beer like this Langhorn, we had one that's over a year old, and uh, they're still delicious. It's an old ale style, but the more hops, you know, the, the more they're preserved. But the, the short answer, the short other opposite answer right. is the only time that... It makes sense that you have a, actually a bottle is a better package is when you're dealing with something that's high alcohol or something that you want to age for a long time.
1: So like whiskey, a wine.
3: Well, let's say like uh, 13 Ghosts of Alabama are you know 12, 13% alcohol beer. The alcohol will act like a um, kind of like a uh, solvent and it'll dissolve the food grade layer barrier that's inside of every can. So the beer never actually touches aluminum. That's the first part. And oxygen cannot get into the can at or all, or light, and light cannot get into it. So for the short term, let's say th- three to nine months, a can is a wonderful package. Yep. And I, and I've been I've been preaching the gospel of uh, craft cans since like oh eight oh nine. Really? Oh yeah, it's just good people up
2: in Bur- mm-hmm. Birmingham. Delicious beer. That's oh yeah. I've been praising
3: cans. cans for years. When I lived in Montgomery, I had
0: an upstairs apartment. And I'm like don't bring these heavy-ass bottles up here and make me carry this trash to the
3: garbage. We better only show up with cans or we're going to have an issue. This Nothing is to do with the recycling at all, right? Just nah, like, dude, that shit is heavy, man. It was man. all about all this have heavy I
1: Justin, he's little. Yeah, he doesn't want to carry those big bags <laughs> of yeah. bottles down to the
0: trying to, I'm trying to have Tommy John surgery because at a <laughs> party, there's no reason. It doesn't make any sense.
2: That's yeah, awesome.
3: So
1: so cans so is the next step, and yep. so that's where we're going now. Folk Very folklore.
3: soon, actually. Um we, are, we have broke ground and already have the foundation laid for a uh, 5,000 square foot facility. It's uh, located on the backside of the property up against the existing brewery, which again, in the middle of nowhere on the old family farm. And uh, Which if
1: you haven't been to Folklore, you absolutely need to go to Folklore. But be warned when you first pull into Folklore, you're going to be like... Well, first of all, you'll be driving into Uncle Kenny's like back door and Jeremy's mom's front door, and you'll be like, okay. where the hell am I going? Let's, let's go ahead
3: and get this out of the way. There's most likely going to be banjos, folks. <laughs> yes. All right, but but it's the good but banjos. It, but it's
2: the good kind, and it's a wonderful it's very place. Welcoming. It is the best Man, place. And it's the most welcoming, awesome place on the planet, because you'll get to meet Kenny, and you get to meet Yeah, you Jeremy's get to meet mom. the whole family. You get to meet the whole family. They're out yeah. there taking care of you. It's the
3: best honestly it's a for for me personally and I I try to keep the environment for everybody that comes out is that it is a drama free I mean absolutely whatever bullshit you've had to deal with in the world if you come out here we're not going to deal with that there yeah there's no drama there's no aggression everybody's friendly and respectful or you're gone that's it you know so come out you want to have a good time relax that's great and bring I, your dog. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. You bring can, your dog. You bring can your bring your, your dog. dog. There's a, dog there's
1: a whole dog park. You can uh, there's you know, giant size jenga, there's fly by night, the grill, which has by the way, the best burgers. Ugh. Holy shit, those burgers. Albert, man, I do. And I'm a Yep. Yeah.
2: Little little cornhole. Yeah. Couple of delicious some cold beers, some bluegrass music, a burger. What could be better?
1: There isn't. Nothing. Okay.
2: <laughs> Y'all hiring. All right, that's the end of the show. Maybe. I'm out of here. No, well, no. Oh, no, no. He was talking about the brewery. Yeah, so the ex- can. The, 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 the expansion. Yeah. So, all right. You're going to... You're getting your canning line coming from Colorado.
3: Yeah, we have a uh, wild goose canning line that we ordered. can do 40 cans per minute. And um, I can't do the math on it right Don't now. Don't get your
2: hands caught in it. But,
3: what are
1: Jacob and Jeff going to do well, now that this machine is pumping out shine. cans?
2: The, the, Don't... The, we weren't so good knowing you, Jacob Jer- and Jeff. Jeremy said he wasn't gonna. we weren't gonna talk about that. We got. He's got to. He's got to pay for this somehow. No, that's awful. Uh,
3: I'm gonna have him hook paper clips together, and uh, we're gonna see if we can make banners out of it. Nice. No, the uh, they're gonna be. Jacob has uh, done an incredible job. Um, never worked in the brewing industry before. As a uh, now he's learning cellar master. He's learning some wine making skills. Uh, have He's a, great a smart time. guy. Packaging manager mm-hmm. is the primary duty there. And now with uh, Jeff, Jeff is his dream was to make beer or to work at a brewery. And every beer that we're drinking right now is brewed by Jeff. You know, can so. we tell
1: the Jeff story really quick because I love the Jeff story. Okay. I don't think we told this story the last. Which episode. part are we? I like here? how Jeff, like you, were building the brewery. Uh-huh. And I guess the story that I heard yeah. was that he just came to volunteer and help you.
3: This is true. Uh, I met Jeff the first day. In fact, uh, the building panels were, had just arrived, and uh, I remember uh, specifically saying, hey, man, good to meet you. You, know, you seem really nice. I said, okay, so we're unloading this truck, and I'm going to go ahead and tell you, man, uh, you got to sign a death waiver, first of all. That if you die, <laughs> that we have something out back. It's called the murder pit. And we're just going to throw you in the murder we're pit. We're going to
2: chuck you in it and pretend like you weren't here.
3: You want to write down anybody that we want to notify, you know, on here and sign that you're okay with that. And I said, but I said, but on a serious note, if you see something that looks unsafe, just don't do it. I yeah. said, step back and say, no thanks. This is, you know, just just helping us out.
0: And he's still doing goofy stuff that might be <laughs> no,
3: unsafe to bad. a normal person. The- There's something serious here <laughs> and I, I want to tell you about, and I don't know that I've should say this bit. Uh, well, now you, you know, have to. Jeff is uh, is straight up Native American Navajo, which you know I got a I got a real big heart, man, for the Native mm-hmm. American mm-hmm. Uh, traditions, and you know. Uh, so Jeff has a spirit guide, and I don't know how it works. Okay, <laughs> I've, I've tried to That's throw so stuff at him and pelt him and things. It's like there's this force field around him that protects him at all times, and every time something happens, it's a near miss. I hear the oh. eagle screech. <laughs> exactly Exactly. that that (laughs) eagle sounds like he's got the flu a little higher pitch but you get the idea and so uh and i'm like damn man there's been some close calls like he'd walk right by and like something fall right behind him like man that would have caused a concussion you know he's like well you know
0: (laughs) it's crazy like i've worked in a lot of weird jobs one of the jobs i had for a while was doing high-rise crane work and you always run a Native what? American dude that don't give a shit about heights. No, man. nothing, dude. They're yeah. just like walking across some beam that's I don't know twelve because inches wide. Yeah, they've yeah.
2: Got, they've got the they've got their spirit guides that we don't have. Yeah, I've that's gotten, right. I've done right. Well, you know, I feel we, like you I got a bunch
3: one. of one. You can one. against me. You got to earn it though. You know, you yeah, can't just be, no. you know, whatever you know jackass and have it. You oh gotta, sure. You know, you got to get some good karma. Get some good juju going for you. You you can have it. You know.
2: But yeah, Jeff started as a volunteer.
1: Yeah. And now he's a brother-in-law. I was trying to get to that part. Ah, yeah. Well, yeah. you know,
3: love is a, a, a Married thing. to Jeremy's sister, Laura. Yeah, My sister, uh, she's a successful DJ at Wolf FM. She's done it for years. Loves it. Has done a great job at it. And uh, she's helping run a brewery on the side. So, you know, now it's it's getting more into a family business kind for of real? thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I just
1: think it's so neat that Jeff literally walked in off the street to volunteer, and now he's in your family. <laughs> and now brother. he's in your family. <laughs> hey, but Jeff is salt of the earth. he's, oh, the he's the solid, best.
2: man. He's one of the yeah. best dudes out there. Yeah, he's such a good guy.
0: You're damn right. So, how does when you start doing all the canning? Is all that labeling and everything wrapped up in the can already, or does oh, well, that do after the fact?
3: I like that you're technical minded, and you're asking this question because I love talking about this all the all the time. Like, because so,
0: I'm I'm assuming. These come in blank. The bottles come in blank and then you the
3: the bottles come blank and we have to label them. But mm-hmm. with the can, a lot of times if you look, you've got a printed can. Yeah. Uh, it's you're talking about thirty thousand dollars to get that first order oh, yeah. of cans. So uh, the, here's the problem we have 5 beers so that's 150,000. Mm-hmm.
1: For each for each like print to for, go on the for
3: cans and he ain't
2: done anything yet. Yeah. Right. That's just for the pallet of cans. Yeah. Well, Wait, is, no we have even... a truckload. A truckload, right. yeah.
3: 25 pallets roughly. So that would be uh, whatever 25 times 525 pallets worth. You don't have any place to put that many pallets. No, so that's ridiculous. What we did was uh, we took a, a, about what it would cost to get one can label done, a little more maybe. We got an inline labeler. Mm-hmm. So we're buying blank silver bright cans. We're going to run them through this inline labeler, which is pretty badass. Uh, it's just. As quick as they go, mm-hmm. we can put little messages on the oh, bottom cool. of them, you know. Oh. Um, you know, yeah, drink drink me, I'm good, bye, <laughs> this day or something. Yeah, born you know? on dates and yeah. all that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we got all that stuff going, and that's the, uh, basically the cans will go on. Does from,
2: it dry
1: really fast? What kind of ink is it?
3: It's a special industrial ink, and it doesn't really print on the can. It just kind of hawks an ink loogie of letters. Wow. And, and hurdles them. <laughs> super screen printed thank you you for that yeah but that's about it yeah that's crazy yeah so uh but yeah so we're doing the label and the first can let's be honest here the first can that we get printed is going to be the grateful red everybody knows that's our flagship um the grateful red ale is become that's the one that's everywhere it's become the monster that is kind of driving everything yeah now, I love all the beers we brew. I'll drink every single beer on this table, and if I don't like it, we won't brew it. You'll never know about it because it doesn't exist.
0: It doesn't make you it. You've never seen Joe yeah. Dirt, man? You can't just have the whistling kitty chasers and the <laughs> snakes and sparklers. The husky and the husky don'ts. <laughs> yeah.
3: Life's a garden, man. you got to dig it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I would say I wouldn't make anything that I wasn't 100% behind.
3: Yeah, it, absolutely. But w- with uh, with this in, in in mind here, so... As we're going forward and we're making these beers, we're not trying to make beers that please everyone. We're making beers we love, and and people are identifying with the one that they love. Wiregrass Wheat is my sister's number one go-to beer. For me, it's the Front Porch Pale. Uh, with Jeff, it's beer. You know, it could be any of them. Just beer. Whatever strikes his fancy. You know, but everybody has their flavor. And and honestly, every now and then we'll go over and just I just want to drink mead. It's kind of weird to smoke a, smoke okay, so a cigar and drink mead. Talking We haven't even talked about mead. We about mead. The mead and,
1: wasn't part of the last episode. Yeah. And the
2: blackberry mead that you turned me on to the last time I was uh, there. Oh, my God.
1: Let's not skip it. Don't skip ahead. God, it was so good. You're skipping
2: ahead. Okay, go ahead. I feel let's like finish the Rainy man. Rain <laughs> so
1: are you, uh, how much longer till you're up and going? And when you're up and going, up are and you going and going in
2: what? In what? He's not going the now. Cans. He just got off work. oh like, the cans. literally. Ah. Yeah. I thought, I thought we were talking about mead.
1: No, we're back you to skipped ahead. We haven't finished Sorry. canning. Just like you okay. hit the button before you were asked to hit the button. I'll just sit here quietly. Let me remind you again what today
3: is. The captain the captain over here is steering the ship. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're just going along for the ride. I know how I feel. Week in, week out. <laughs> we hope that we will have the very first cans coming out sometime in May. We're hoping that we'll be able to run and, and get everything running in, sometime in May. Okay. But we're, gonna, we're saying now June-ish. Okay. That you'll actually start seeing the cans. The first one will be great for red, of course. Then we're going to start rolling out the other ones as we're going. Great thing is that with being able to do so many cans, we're going to be able to be more competitive. We're going to be at a price point. You know, right now, literally every bottle of uh, Folklore on the shelf is almost like a GoFundMe program because, you know, our beers are typically more expensive than, you know, your average craft beer on the right. shelf. But if you go up to Birmingham, you look at these same bottles, they'll be two, three dollars more apiece. The thing is, they don't sell as much in Birmingham as we might sell here in Dothan. Right. And when you buy the six pack, I mean, we're we're expecting retails to be around nine ninety nine a six pack. Okay. Nice. And at times there'll be specials and there'll be incentives, you know, and deals and stuff that I'm sure that the distributor will figure out with the, the retailers. But the big thing is that um, we'll be able to, to have more beer in more places We can get more out and we can brew literally triple what we can do as of uh, the middle of the day. Yeah, because you have a legit bottleneck
0: in yes. the system right now. Yeah.
2: Awful puns. No pun intended. Um. Are we, are, when I <laughs> say <the> we, other. <laughs>
1: I mean you, are you going to have like, when that first can comes off the assembly, is there going to be like... A party, or I mean, that's pretty exciting.
0: You know, On a Tuesday I, morning, I haven't thought like, about it. I really
1: it. would like to see that. I mean, I feel like I was there you did the for, the, uh, for the midnight growler goals. party. That's true. That's I was true. there for the refrigerator. Keg pulls. I feel like I need to be there for the can. It's like being at one of your children's Gosh. birthday. I feel like parties. we're birthing a baby.
2: We're bar mitzvahing <laughs> the can. <Hey. laughs> it's a can uh, bris. It's a beer mitzvah. It's a beer mitzvah. A beer mitzvah. mitzvah. <laughs> ha ba nagiva. Ha ba. Damn it. Damn it. That's a good one. I that is really yeah, good. Right. That I was, is good. I one. thought you were going to get there before me. It, it's, uh, it's when you come of age. Yeah. That's a beer mitzvah.
3: Yeah. When you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I think,
2: up?
1: Can we have a beer mitzvah? <laughs> I'd really like to I'm go sure. to
3: one. I thought I was the old, the good one at doing puns. Apparently, you guys are much no, more I'm horrible terrible. at puns than I no, was. No, that's, no, no. that's my job. Do not look Just at me for, yeah, no, for it's, puns.
2: It's, and it's one of the highest forms of humor, too. So, yeah. well done. It's not. It's terrible. <laughs> Every once in a while.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, what was I going to ask? <laughs> I had all these questions. Mead? How Mead? No, we weren't there yet. can Oh, I was going to say, do you think... You, there's a, a lot of uh, a lot of people won't carry bottles of folklore because like KT's downtown mm-hmm. and bullets. There's a lot of places in Dothan that don't have draft beer. Right. And because all the bottles are 22 or ounces, yeah. it takes up so much room that they don't generally the stock it. Yeah. Right. Um, and then it you have to sell two beers to each customer yeah. if they order one. Right. Um, I think that's gonna be awesome for you. I think right. I think the our area, as local as it is, like I think that'll that'll ramp that up well,
3: significantly. We have uh, we have situations. Like, for example, St. Patty's Day, we're releasing, this is our second version of the Green-Eyed Monster. Which uh, is
1: delicious, by the way.
3: This year's even better. Okay? We love the Green-Eyed Monster. Even better this year. And uh, we're bottling a little bit of it the first time. But now it's getting to where it's, it's more of a specialty, short-term, small release. You know, you get it, it's here, and then it's gone. You know, uh, same thing with the cottontail ale. You know, mm-hmm. Gosh, we don't have it all year long. Right. You know, but we're, it's going to come out, you know, late April. So,
1: um, what's happening for St. Patrick's Day? Because we're listening right now on Spotify to oh. Fly By Night Rounders.
3: Fly By Night Rounders is this amazing, eclectic group of street performers. I don't know if that's the right way to describe them, but they like to play in public. I just, I just pictured a bunch of David Blaine's Yeah. Well no if you, <laughs> if you go on the
2: folklore Facebook page, there's Jeremy's got videos of them playing in Asheville. Yeah.
3: It's really cool. Nashville, North to come, Carolina.
1: Are they coming for St. Patrick's Day? They are
3: they are actually really coming. Uh it's one of those sort of late night uh Oh did we just fade? I don't know. I think this thing
0: check, check, check. No why is it nope, it's still there. Okay.
3: It just we're, it just also went quiet for a second. I oh. don't yeah. No, we're good. Brown out. Yeah, so uh, it's one of those late night uh, having beers, listening to music. Come across this uh, Facebook video of this band, and I said, holy shit, these guys are great. I sent a message, and I reached out, and... Somebody was, uh, you know, watching Facebook apparently and answered. Maybe they had a couple of beers too. <laughs> <They> probably did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe they woke up the next morning like, oh shit, what do we say we're gonna do? Oh, Where man. are we going, Dothan, I Alabama? Alabama? I Wait, you Dothan make beer Alabama? though? Yeah. yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on my way now. <laughs> what? No, I'm not. Oh, you make
2: beer? If we weren't a brewery, <laughs> yeah. I have the feeling they everything. might
3: not have come. You know what I mean? I think that they're in a great craft beer area, Asheville, North Carolina. Oh yeah. So this will be like a little respite, you know, uh, of of beer, and we're gonna take good care of them. So we're I'm excited. About excited. It.
2: Oh, re- it's it really is a free show too, and they're really special. I mean,
1: it's re- there's no cover.
3: There's no cover. It's uh, you know, of course, if it gets stupid, we'll have to, you know, just limit how many people come in. But I I think that for you know, by and far, we're able to handle a decent amount of folks out there. to time does the, the show start? Comfortable. Uh, I want to say seven o'clock on the patio.
1: Okay, so details uh, facebook Facebook. Yep, Facebook, Folklore.
3: and it's uh, March seventeenth, St. Patty's Day at Folklore. Awesome. Yep, they're really fun.
2: I mean, it's you can tell that they're. I mean, they're really fun. Fun to watch. Fun to listen to. The gal that plays the spoons, Abby.
3: Abby, the Spoon Lady, is her nickname. She's cr- crazy good at spoons.
2: She's the she's the rhythm. She's or she's the percussion side
3: of it. Listen now, guys. She plays different pitch bells with her feet. What? I mean, what? This she's is...
2: playing spoons with her hands and bells with her
3: feet. I want to say that it's like straight up mountain music, North Carolina mountain music. It but is. it's not just that. It's a little bit of everything. They got some classic bluegrass it's going good. for to folk music to, I mean, you name it, man. There's no telling we what, need to what go. they cover. Absolutely. We're
1: going the 17th. Are you coming?
2: Cool. yes
3: okay yes. right in bring your jeepers man I love going out there and like oh, yeah. we can get sitting in them you know some, just like the jeeps <laughs> god His they're Jeep? they're awesome man they're huge look at these freaking things yes. it's
0: out of hand some of those dudes have like $80,000 wrapped up in their they daily driver they
3: are their tires on top of each other at one time I'm like it's like three of them in a row I'm like man that doesn't look safe it's not <laughs> <laughs> you okay, don't catch me so doing that okay so not
1: only do we have amazing beer happening at Folklore Brewing Company <laughs> but also now mead now, for those yep. of you that don't know, what is mead?
3: Mead is a wine, uh, but better the honey wine. Honey. <laughs> yeah, you know, like you've got, say, fruit wines. You have got grape wine, and uh, this is where we make wine from the sugar produced, you know, out of honey. It's okay. uh, it's all uh, raw, you know, unprocessed honey. It's only been strained, never filtered, and the honey is fermented. Uh, we I really like uh, Southern Florida honey, but we use different varieties there's one that's why do
1: you uh, like a southern florida honey I'll,
3: I'll tell you uh why it's basically um, like brazilian wild pepper is an invasive plant species that's in south florida if you've go if you've gotten like tampa and you've been around miami you find these weird looking things it looks almost like a short weeping willow and it's got these giant bright brilliant red uh flowers that taper down to a point mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're just amazing to look at you know and Well, it's part of the nightshade family, and uh, it can be very uh, an irritation to your skin. Right, Uh, cause people to itch if they get the pollen on their you know arms and things like that. But what it happens is when you get this honey, it ferments out and it leaves this really, really kind of pleasant, mild, spicy finish, almost like a light peppery wildflower aroma that I've never had in any other mead. Giving away all my trade secrets here. Sweet. But spicy. same of yes. if you're on Amazon
0: getting ingredients, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. The the,
3: the price pantry of Brazilian wild pepper. Uh.
1: First, I think you need Jeremy's <laughs> amazing palette no, because th- honey is honey for They don't people. have
2: the Spirit <laughs> Eagle. They don't have they don't, they have, don't have Jeff. Have
0: Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll be at <laughs> the
2: house we'll, we'll be
0: at the house just squeezing the shit out of a plastic bear.
2: Come on, we'll be getting drunk in about eight months. Nope. <laughs> you don't have the red honey and you don't have the spirit eagle, so just forget about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm in I'm in so much trouble. Good luck to you in your meter yeah,
3: but yeah. So uh, we're making the different meat flavors now. This is this is a really fun thing. Um, I found out. I actually had a, heart, a little bit of heartbreaking news. Uh, I had dreamed uh, earlier before t- 2010 about just creating a meadery, and I had these two names which I thought was fan freaking tastic. One of them was Agave Maria. Yeah, oh, that is good. Agave nectar and honey is fantastic. Right? I'm still going to make it, but you know, I lost the name to uh, Lost Abbey. Lost Abbey got it. They, they they must have sucked it out of the uh, the ionosphere of consciousness. I don't know, but somehow. They Somebody pre- beat you to it. Somebody beat me to this awesome name. Your house name. Is bugged. You yeah. got to do one of those
0: yeah. ghetto copyrights where you mail it to yourself. Right. And you just never open it until you go to court. <laughs> like, this postmark's been still sealed. Looking man man, Thank you. That's my idea. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. So uh, even with uh, proof of use and pictures, you know, it took us a year and a half to even get folklore locked down. Right. Yeah. But uh, so uh, then there was another one. There was a second one, and it was called Honeymoon Suite. And you know, oh, that's good. A honeymoon. uh, The reason there is a honeymoon, or the word, uh, God, I'm going to get like quizzed on this later. But basically, uh, kind of Viking culture. um, You know, early, middle fifteenth, fourteenth century, or somewhere about there. Uh, a newly wedded couple would go off for a new moon, a full moon cycle. Right. And in that time, we're talking about this story on National <laughs> Women's Day, by the way, but uh, it was to encourage so much silent, reproduction.
1: <laughs> I can't do without Tim's like... <laughs>
0: science lesson going on in the corner over there.
3: keep it together man you're going to get your ass kicked at home later
1: interpretive dance let's just say of what Jeremy's saying I couldn't do without that
3: so
0: I hope, I
2: hope Tim just walks up and he's like you want to dance
3: and does that Listen, he's Listen, not Charlene, do you that. mind
2: if I dance with your date
3: <laughs> Charlene I, I like to bring balance to a friends relationships so I'll just say just start saying I want a baby no. you know <laughs> oh, just start saying that, yeah. you know. Totally, like absolutely not, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> Anyways, the honeymoon, so they go away for a month. A month, and in a new moon, a full cycle of the moon. That's when you go out, and the sky is black at night. Is you know, and then right. it, then the moon gets brighter, and brighter, full moon, then it gets darker, darker, darker. That is the that is a moon cycle, and. So uh, the new moon to new moon and in that time it would encourage a reproduction of a woman's ovulation right and therefore they'd come back and that's how they'd start their family of you know 18 farmer kids you know or however many big families they would have
1: So how long was the damn honeymoon Well
3: it was a like month, a month? Well, it, was a month. Yeah. it was a month it was a full moon cycle honeymoon uh, yeah, He's getting there he's getting there moon, I know yeah, but sorry. still Yeah so Now we
1: go for like 5 days
3: Now no it's 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 literally sup- supposedly it was a month and in that time they're supposed to do nothing but have fun, drink honey wine, eat, drink, and hump. So, you know, well, honey. probably a little honey. more romantic than that. Mood. Mood. Yeah. Yeah. So, the heartbreaking news is, you know, we, we put in for the, um, the the patent and somebody already has Honeymoon. What? Damn. They won't even let us have a version of it. What
1: are they doing with it? I don't know. That's the frustrating part I is when know. they're not even doing anything cool with it. Yeah. And they just have the name.
3: I blame myself. I blame myself entirely for thinking it out loud. <laughs> And, oh, and yeah, thus, thus projecting it into the collective conscious and the world has you have other it.
1: ideas, but you refuse Don't to verbalize say them? Don't a
3: word. I, you're, you're being funny, but <laughs> I absolutely do. I won't even yeah. say them out loud until yeah. I have them legally <laughs> in paper. Don't yeah. do it. I'm not doing it.
0: Yeah. That's like Brett Smith, just uh, the Dothan Ice Cream dude, just reserved uh, sticks and cones. That's the new business. Oh, I was going to be
1: at the PX on Fort Rucker.
3: Oh, wow. Yeah. Sticks and cones. Awesome.
1: Isn't that awesome? Nice. Sticks and cones? Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: Anyway. Anyways. Is there the, All the clever like, Is there the thing. rest of it? Is okay, like back, another, no. Okay. No,
2: back to Mead. Yep. Back to you. <laughs> what about you? No, the, I mean, <laughs> it, <laughs> I'm just, my point is, is that if you've never, tr- if you're a wine drinker or a beer drinker, this is kind of a third
1: well, here's the thing. For, yeah, for, for women, for example, I hear this all the time about folklore brewing because, of course, guys want to rush in the door. And I can't really well, just also, single out women because... It's not
0: only just the beer, though. It's the, it's the whole ambiance of the whole thing. Like well, It's no. very rustic. It's very doodly.
1: It's awesome, but really the beer business has taken off like it has because women are now interested in beer. Where before they were interested in wine, and now there were a lot of women that were like, I don't really like Mm -hmm. wine. We only had had a a couple
3: of like shandies that we would make, you know, like mom's rattlers. Those rattlers, dude. Oh, man. Now, mom actually made those up because she didn't like beer, and, and that helped kind of bridge a small gap, but now there's also the gluten-free crowd.
1: Right. So, you know? exactly my point. So, a friend of ours from the beach was like, they were going to come up, and it stormed that weekend. I can't right. remember. Anyway, she's like, I'm gluten like intolerant. intolerant. Mm-hmm. Like, can't have it at all. Do they have anything else out there? Well, well
2: as a matter of fact, they do.
1: So, she was good. So, everybody, a lot of girls always ask me, do they have anything but beer? Do they drink beer? And I'm yes, like, yes, they do. Yes, they do. They, they have, have mead,
3: beer. and the blackberry mead is to die for okay this good. this is just one of them but um kind of a, a quick in and out on this one is okay so we never sold any bottle <laughs> we never sold any bottles at all to go and uh, the reason was is because they would become shrapnel bombs if left on your counter or in your cabinet for after about three weeks Ooh. what happens is uh, the live yeast and wine in in fermentation in general it uh, Never stops it, making it, it, oxygen. It, it continues to eat eat the sugar and fart. sugar. Mm-hmm. So and if fart. you have a, if you have a yeah if you have a, a wine that finishes a little bit sweet, that means there's still sugar in there. With a beer, if you got a little bit of sweetness, that's not edible by the yeast. That's like non fermentable sugars. But with honey, it's like 100 percent fermentable. So if you want a little bit of a sweet finish. Not cloying, but, you know, like a little bit of a sweet touch. Right. At the end. Pull it early. The yeast also wants that sugar. And what it does is it builds pressure in the bottle of CO2 and creates more alcohol. So we had corks like popping out of bottles after three weeks. So we didn't sell a single bottle to go. And we kept it this way on purpose because we I figured this is going to happen. Right. We have just created our very first shelf stable. You can age it for 5, 10, 20 years. You can give it to your grandchildren. If you wanted to, it's not going to explode. We've come up with doing something very natural, and uh, we have multiple flavors. Now we're developing these flavors. We're going to have our very first distributed mead. Get uh, out! Before the end of the year. Yeah. How do you do that? So. Dude, how do you pull. It's witchcraft. I can't go into the specifics. It's he uh, can't give away the all, all the secrets. He's already given away. It does require. blesses everything. <laughs> <laughs> it requires a necronomicon. <laughs> we, Damn we, Jeff, remember? <laughs> we got to get Ash here from the Evil Dead, and <laughs> yeah. he, he does a little ceremony. And he like, "Give me some sugar, baby," and uh, <laughs> yeah. next thing you know, it stops for me. <laughs>
2: good one. <laughs> that was good.
0: <laughs> but yeah, if you can, have you had yeah. their mead? no man
1: can you lean this way please because beards I'm sitting with three beards and they're team efforts you have something in yours
3: oh That's you got so it so nice my yeah. mouth is ashy I'm
1: so used to looking look I have I have to take a picture Where's there mine? are three beards
3: What's here up? there's yeah.
1: three be- beards before me although
3: Tim has the best beard here everybody yeah. knows that I just got
2: my groom Boston. today Boston off the top just groomed my beard shameless today. plug but shameless <laughs> plug for top. Boston nice yeah um
1: all
3: Money's right, about I'm, to come rolling yours in. Yours right
1: looks there. good, too. Yours is all trimmed up.
3: Well, right next door over here at Southern Man Barbershop, Shelby.
1: And they have the whiskey place now. And they were just in I'm here. Cool. I'm
3: thinking okay. real serious about going by there and saying For hello. those yeah. of you yeah. not. We, we're we, to leave, we can wrap we're... this
1: show up right now <laughs>
0: and mosey on
3: over hey, there and well have a
1: so, listen? Yeah. Did
0: you listen to the Chris Cruz podcast that we had? No. Dude, he came in here. Three sheets to the wind and <laughs> had the time of his life right in that seat right there. That
2: sounds great, hey, man. She said, "Southern man," and Justin did a little shiver. <sighs> yeah,
0: let's go. Well, I'm a whiskey dude by trade. Ah, they have it's whiskey. Right, I saw
1: it. Literally, yeah. we could say our goodnights. That's part of the reason.
0: Sure you guys- part of the reason I don't go over there a lot is but yeah. because you never leave. No, One, be getting
3: two, mail there. Tag me. Look at these guys. She didn't mention, but we're all we're all extremely handsome. You, so. well, yeah. Well, I mean,
1: look at you. You just drive around with the distributors. It's sold. Yeah. So, sold. Right. sold. See, there you go. <laughs> there you
3: go.
1: <laughs> what else do we have to discuss? What else we have to discuss? Okay, we, so we got to go out to folklore for St. Patrick's Day. Indeed. That's next Friday. Yep. And the fly by night rounders are going to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, You're
2: missing it if you don't get to check it out. It's going to be really cool.
1: And the Green Eyed Monster is going to be re-released. Yep. Why is it going to be better than it was last year? Well, last year was pretty epic, Why are trying on
3: this dude's trade secret? I okay, love that beer. So, an Irish red ale has a certain flavor because, you know, in Ireland, uh, the yeast is going to not be an American-style yeast. Last year, we used an American-style yeast. But you wouldn't think something like this would be that, you know, important. But mm-hmm. it actually it is a big deal. So, we used a, a London-style yeast. It's very good. It's uh, smooth, but it's also really crazy fruity. It's got different flavors that last year's didn't have. We've also got a very limited, cast-conditioned single keg that will literally be hand-pumped out like the way they did 100 years ago. So, you know, like you, real beer. You seen where they like tap with a hammer and they you yes. know, tap the wooden mm-hmm. bung into it? We're not doing that, okay? Oh, but I was gonna say, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, really?
3: That's just For not how. I'd end okay. up uh, glassing the whole
0: side
2: listen, off the barrel. Like, oh, sorry guys. But what I'm comes dick. into your glass will taste just as
3: good. But see, I've, I have some really good friends, Ron and Sharon. Uh, they started the original illegal homebrew club uh, here in Dothan back in the you know late '90s that I was in. Wayne Womble, Cigar City, Harry Greer, several of our friends. Uh, we were all in this group. That's how we learned how to brew. That's how I got the jobs at, you know, Poplar Head in Atlanta and, you know, stuff like that. So, um, having like learned uh, the techniques from Ron and Sharon, they actually went to England. They learned the rules. We make a uh, camera, C A M R A style ale. It's, it's called real ale. It's never been below 50 degrees. It's not super carbonated, but you know what nitro beer is, right? You've heard of that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Real ale is what nitro beer would like to be when it grows up. Okay, Guinness Stout, for example, nitro-dispensed mm-hmm. ale. Okay. It, they they have to inject large doses of nitrogen at high pressure to create this creamy texture. You know, we are able to do that, you know, at atmosphere with a, a beer by using this beer pump. It's just amazing to, to do. And if you guys make it out, we'll go over and pump. We'll let you pump your own uh, real ale out. It's a labor of love. And the, let me tell you, the flavors that come off on this thing, they change by the hour. Because you actually... What? Yeah. You actually makes- have a live beer and the oxygen comes into the keg, which never happens normally. We got to drink this right. whole keg that okay, night. Okay? That
1: is completely unappreciated by That's me. That's how I do my whiskey bottles. Beers.
3: When you try it, you, <laughs> listen, you will drink it and you will say, yes, I'm a believer. You're yes. A, it's it's going to be special. Last year, we, yeah, we, I'm excited. we I just sent this really goofy little thing out. I was like, yeah, was last year we created a monster, but it's true. We created 15 gallons of beer and everybody was like, Shit, that's great. And it, I said, well, you know, we got more of the regular Green Eyed Monster. like, oh, that's shit. Like, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you no, never I remember had that. that yeah, I yeah. remember that one from us. Yeah. It was really good. So they were all disappointed. Okay. And you're drinking hot, flat beer, basically, by Southern Alabama terms. But they loved it. And so yep. we've Dude. done it again. And we've done it to ourselves. But it's going to be good.
0: Why is it everybody has to serve Guinness so hot? It's not supposed to be served, I mean, Actually, so cold. I it's not supposed to one. be... Like serve that cold Yeah This
3: is well, be like room temperature And you can oh, Cellar I temperature so Cellar temperature is like yeah. in the low 50s Yeah In, in Europe They didn't have refrigeration no. They stored it underground They pump right. it up You drink it, it's cool Not super cold But the warmer a beer is The more flavor comes out some beers, I'm going to say, you know. That's I'll, not true with High Life. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's not true with High Life. Miller High Life, you might not want to drink it. It's that <laughs> a clear bottle. If you, if you just know? got a clear bottle, but that, throw it away. But
2: that yeah. says something about yeah. what you're drinking. Yeah. That's why I
3: drink whiskey. I really
1: thought for sure you were going to complain and say that beer needed to be cold. And no. I have hung out with Jeremy at no. beer festivals before. And I was like, ah, ah,
0: ah, ah I, have the, I have the answer to this one. Yeah. You can still answer. But
1: you already did it. Nah, it's, hard. it's too. Right. It's too late. Beer's just as good warm. It gets better warm and the flavors are better warm.
3: Room temperature in in Germany might be, you know, 55, 60 degrees and you can let a beer sit out for an hour and a half at a night like tonight in Dothan. Mm. If we're out there on your patio, we can let this beer sit out for three hours and it's still going to be good because you're going to taste everything in it. The colder it is, your taste buds are frozen. You don't, get those yes. flavors and they vent so out. This
2: is what people miss. Yeah. This what is,
3: about what about all the rumors that you can't let it get warm and then cold and
0: then warm and then you can't ice it down and then let it get... You're talking about the six-up
3: kegs, like the kegs that you know No, or like or cans
0: or whatever.
1: Like oh, the
2: beer
3: sitting
0: out on that. our back
1: porch, on our bar. well but those in a
3: bottle? Yeah,
2: but those are being exposed to light. Yeah, those and, are going in the pool. Yeah.
3: But yeah.
1: not the
2: cans.
3: Not the cans, but... The cans are still good. That's right. You'll be able to drink a can in the sunlight as long as you got the little can cues. I'm I'm actually partly also excited about having uh, the koozies, the folklore yeah. koozies, because oh. we have these really. You got expensive. the big bottle ones. They're though. expensive as hell compared but they're to they're, regular ones.
1: They're to go around the glasses or our right, cups. Right.
3: Yeah. But see, I want the can. Like tonight, you know. And, and I mean, I love our bottles. I love our beer. But absolutely. But I can't find a single living cooler that you no. can carry with one hand that they'll fit in. You're sure. going to have like, yeah.
1: every girl in town is going to have a folklore koozie in their purse, like every southern girl should. Yeah.
3: You nice. doing? You guys doing the and rings? I want to give each one of those girls a koozie. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: and you should. We'll get no, together. and Know we'll what an event. a koozie
0: is anymore? All of a sudden. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you Where's gonna, your mind? Are uh. you gonna do uh,
0: in the garbage? <laughs> are you doing like the six pack rings? Are you doing box twelve packs? Or how's that gonna work when you We're do your doing, cases? Uh, I'm going back to all this labeling marketing shenanigans. Okay, oh, that's fine. I'm very intrigued by how you. Beers?
1: Because I'm in just the just so you business. know that I'm gonna wrap this up and we're going to Southern Man. Nice, that's fine. I got nice. time.
3: You know, I have a, locals gonna support. I have local. a cigar out there for you. But what what that's what's what's a great
1: it? question. I would like to know because I don't like these new uh, dude pan like the tops that good, are like good
0: people's shit. Where you gotta like you rip it out. You gotta out there, put right? a foot on the damn <laughs> six <sick> pack <laughs> to get a beer out of there. Yeah. There's no reason to. How do How are do you
1: it gonna keep the six? I'm going to
3: use these things Saran just like wrap. good people use. That you have to use your foot in a Damn boot and pull them Yes, Jesus. I am. Those I am. Are impossible. Jesus. The only other option is something that doesn't exist that I can't get, which is an edible. What about uh, those duck collars? It's an edible. Like fish great. can eat these things. You know, they're yeah. made out of spent grain. There's only one brewery in Florida that's doing it. I can't remember their name, but it's not widely available. So no, the other which means ones it's that you're super talking about, they're
1: impossible to get the beer out of. Yeah, those possibly. are actually better for the environment and better for animals. Just, that kind of thing, because no, they can get their necks a room.
0: Tortoise I, with his neck hung in a wanna, plastic cap.
3: I don't want this to get wrapped up before I say this, because I actually did a few studies um, on recycling materials and things like that. In well, Alabama. no, you guys
1: are very environmentally friendly. Yeah. and You're really big into animals.
3: Here's what's really going on, and this is like an inside inside the brain kind of thing. I love, you know, that we have our beers going out there, and we I love that. People People support us and care enough to go buy our beer and try it. At least try it. If they like it, they'll buy it again. If not, it's cool. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Right. But every single one of these bottles, they don't go to recycle. They end up in a landfill. And I learned years ago that in Alabama, unfortunately, our policies... Are uh, we're encouraged to just pay the penalty and bury hazardous waste? It costs too much to recycle glass. They still bury televisions in Alabama and, and just pay the penalty, pay the fine. And yep. it, it's very upsetting. We're Boom. like
1: the worst about recycling. Here's the problem:
3: oh, yeah. the the glass it costs more to recycle it than it does to make new glass. With aluminum, you actually have an incentive. So. To do the right thing, a lot of times, people need a financial incentive to recycle aluminum. You're going to get paid for that. Go pick them up on the side of the road. You just made beer money. Yep. And then it kind I of, but there's no, re-
0: there's no return, return cents
3: per can. joints right. here. Right, ten cent in Michigan. Listen, I yeah. when
1: I was a kid and you couldn't have a job... But that no, was your job. So, like
0: in where I'm from, you can go to Wegmans or go to PNC or go to Price Shop or whatever and yeah, take your, your bag in. of cans in and you put them all in this thing one yeah. by one. And it says, Hey, this is how many you got. It's like that Coinstar. Is, Do you okay, know where that money that's came from, new though? New school. I've got no idea, but I also know that they're you, not doing you, that shit in Dothan.
3: But <laughs> you, you or whoever bought those bottles paid that fee. In those states, it's like those a deposit like return deposit. Yeah. They add five cent per can to the so cost of the beer. that's 30 cent tax added to that that you already paid for that's somebody cool. paid for it. sure but now here you're gonna get your money back for the aluminum I feel a lot better about that we're still gonna have some bottles but we're gonna to try to find a way to use bottles that you know uh, we, we limit it we're able to do the mead we're not gonna put mead in a can but we are gonna do cider in a we're can have that some round point. bottom and never stand up again All right the uh, the caps though you know you've seen the the sea life suffering from the things yes. i'm not i'm yeah. not going to go on a whole animal thing here i promise a seal and a I duck might. and a baby I might go on an animal loving here.
1: Yeah. thing yeah i had a had yeah. a
0: drinking team called the 6pm is 6 pack of mallards cuz ducks would get stuck in <laughs>
3: dude that's evil it's but funny still so but these caps here's the thing what you do get paid for in alabama you, know, you get paid to recycle uh, polyethylene plastics mm-hmm. and things like that these a lot of those, those lids the caps they're hard to get off the animals can't stick their heads through them number 1 number 2 people can collect them and sell them at roughly 6 cents a pound last I checked so these things are recyclable there's still an incentive yep. people are being paid to do the right sweet. thing sweet and so the glass we 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 back up a little bit on the glass we don't try to see you know, i don't feel so inconvenience That's right being a little bit yeah. more friendly yeah. to the environment yeah. now yeah. you I'm okay with it, so it now doing the wow. best
2: we can with what we got in southern alabama i can't believe that worked
1: it did work <laughs>
3: Wait, was
2: that a...
1: Let's wrap it up. Was tri- that Let's was Folklore <laughs> Brewing Company, everybody. Let's Episode wrap 49. this up. <laughs> Episode 49. Jeremy Pate, thank you so much for being here. Nice. Thank Tim. you for
0: me. Thank you so much for not making shit beer.
3: Oh, yes. wow. Thanks, man. <laughs> thank you for Dude, making hate, delicious beer. You know how beer. mad
0: I would be if the only brewery within like 100 miles of here made just garbage beer?
2: <laughs> me and you both,
3: man. Me and
2: you both. Pumped, yeah. it, 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 it makes it worth living here it does it really does actually help a lot. it does it does
1: it does improve the I'm quality of life here folklore brewing company thank you guys right. hit it you're up. welcome goodbye everybody
2: see you later
0: if you're interested in having your story featured on the local podcast hit us up at wiregrasslocal at gmail.com or give us a shout on facebook instagram or twitter at the local podcast